This is the Moshpit Backstage Podcast for punk, metal and rock interviews and segments. Hello out there, this is Dirk from Edguy, and you're listening to Moshpit on Sin. Dirk is a guitarist from German heavy metal band Edguy, who will be releasing Monuments, a compilation of some of their best stuff, new tracks, and a DVD of a live performance on July 14th. Dirk, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, you're welcome. I'm happy to be here. Now, you have an extensive catalogue. How do you go about picking through all that to find the 22 tracks that are on this record? Well, on one hand, it's a pretty pretty hard job because there will always be songs you want to have on this issue. But on the other hand, we said at one point, okay, we can't can't put every, th- every song on it. So um, the focus was to, to create an overview of Edgar's work in the last 25 years. And uh, I, th- I think this is pretty good. And then it, it's not really doesn't really matter if you have like spooks in the attic or all the clowns or whatever it's it's uh you have to create a great overview and um i think this is what we did and it the turnout is pretty good people really like it um especially the mixture of songs we have on it and um also the thing that we that we added five new songs uh, was another another thing that we had in mind because of course we have to look back these 25 years but we're still alive, still there, and there's hopefully more, more, more years to come. So hopefully another 25. So uh, we said, okay, then we have to do some new songs. And um, of course, you put some, the new songs in the front. Now, in terms of those new songs, you're putting up kind of an overview of your material. Comparing that to writing and recording uh, a new album just that's separate on its own. Did you approach that any differently? Because it's going to be, you listen to those new songs, then you listen to this great overview of the history of Edguy? Well, it was, I would say it happened coincidentally, but we we never, I mean, of course, we, we made up our minds if we should do a new record, but then we, th- we said, okay, we have to, to celebrate somehow. And uh, at some point we realized, okay, we should maybe add some new songs to... to uh, like I said before, to to show to the people that we're still there and stuff. So um, we had to hurry a bit regarding songwriting-wise and uh, not really spending too much time in in thinking. So uh, everybody did some demos at home, and um, yeah, we just sorted out what are we going to have to to create this uh, little EP on on this uh, best-of album. And uh, so we we said okay let's let's do this five songs and uh, we did it a bit different than in the past so uh, we did a lot of uh, some stuff at home like I for my, myself I recorded guitars at home some stuff and uh, which was pretty cool because you can save a lot of time and uh, just yeah that was the only way to make this possible this time to to have these new tracks on the record the limited edition of the the package includes a, a photo book with images from throughout your career what was yeah. it like going through all those memories because that's you know it's it's not just images of your life it's images of a, a really 
a group of people experiencing something really special together. Exactly. It's uh, well, it's a it's a big big book of memories for me or for us, and um, of course you have your little stories to to all these pictures, and that's something I really loved when we when we went through the archives to to check out for all those pics and stuff because you have to you really have to like look at thousands of pics with thousands of memories and thousands of funny or or bad or whatever situations and um we hope to get people find these situations while looking at those pictures because there's always i mean me as a fan when i when i see like photos from bands or whatever and i remember oh i've been on that tour when made in we played with Maiden when they released Brave New World, for example, and I see, whatever, you have your memories, your own little story. And um, I hope we can fill people's minds with lots of stories while looking at this book. And it's it's also a, a perfect uh, timeline of Edguy, because it really starts when, we, when we've been just kids, not looking like rock and roll at all, just like kids having ugly guitars and ugly clothes and ugly hair you know um it's so fun to watch the the development of the band you also can see the first professional photographer you immediately realize ah then they had a real guy who knows what he's doing before that it was always like okay oh, my dad maybe yeah you can take some pictures of course yeah you're stand in front of this wall yeah that's okay likewise and um it's just good to watch, to see the band's development and to see what we've done, to, to the places we've played. And uh, it's really, really good. It's like a, a, a big book of memories. Something that kind of fascinates me about you and a lot of uh, bands which sort of started at a similar time and playing a similar style of music is the kind of idea... It seems crazy to me, living now, I'm you know, relatively young, I, I, I wasn't around back then, that people saying heavy metal was dead, but yet it, it seems to have come back so vigorously. Could you talk a little bit about what it was like and sort of in that time where something that you love and you've, you've put a, you know, it's been your passion, people are saying that's, that's dead. I mean, that was pretty hard when we started the band because especially here in, in our hometown, there was like a little scene of bands and, and we did shows together and stuff, but they all were like more, they played more aggressive music. Let's say that like Pantera was hip at the mid 90s and stuff like that. And everybody was like, oh, they're doing this power metal thing, which is totally that. And um, of course we, we covered songs from Nirvana as well in the beginning when we did cover songs and stuff. But um, like I said before, for some reason, we, we tried to, we tried to, uh, to focus on, on what our heart says. And um, that was the music we, we, we felt to do. And uh, so we did it. And the good thing is if you, if you do it with your heart, you just do it right. And um, I think that was maybe the reason why, why it somehow worked. And of course, you had this this little power metal wave in the in the end of the 90s when when for example uh, hammerfall and glory to the brave came to the market it was like a little sensation back then i mean i'm i'm not a huge hammerfall fan i like the guys but um and i was at the first show of this band and i was like blown away it was in wacken i was there because i just finished school and i think jens and toby have been in finland to to mix um vainglory opera back then but there was like 
backend wasn't that big. It was like 30,000 people. and um, But everybody was singing those Hammerfall songs. And I was like blown away. And I was like, wow, amazing. And that was also a sign that things changed a bit again. But a lot of bands disappeared again from that era. So it's it's more a matter of good music. Not really if it's power metal or whatever metal and I mean, we also changed our style a bit because we we are not really getting sick of it. But um, the, we had those fast years in the beginning, but it turned out to be a little bit more relaxed in the past years, which is pretty okay, and uh, I like it. But um, it's always a matter of good music, not really a matter of what kind of music. And if you look at those classic rock bands from the '70s, they're still there and still alive. And this music is going to stay forever, and that's the main thing. Your band is pretty remarkable in the fact that you've had a really consistent lineup. I think it's been 20 years, the entire band, and you've had um, only about one lineup change. How have you managed to stay together so consistently? Well, good question. Actually, it's, it's a bit like a marriage, you know, because you spend so much time together, and we started so young. But the good thing is, we just don't sleep with each with, with each other. So uh, this makes it in in real life. It's basically the things that makes life complicated for some reason, for many people. And uh, no, I think it really we the fact that we started so early. Um, I think it formed the the view of the band members, and um, you have that global aim all over your life, and it's. I mean, it's such a big part in your heart, Ed Guy, that it's um, it's like a baby. And um, I think when we've met much later, like with 35 or something, it could have been much more difficult because then your personality has shaped a bit different and um, you're not probably not really uh, yeah, willing to to give compromises and stuff. And uh, that is one thing you always have to keep in mind. And what I do when it's about conflicts, I always try to to focus on, uh, yeah, how heavy it is, and you have to look back and you have to look forward, and then you have to to make a decision if it's worth it, or if you just have to calm down and just let it go. And you also know the trigger points of every other member, so you have to you know what to do if you want to bring them down or up, whatever. And um, it just works if you if you're willing to to uh, to do some compromises here and there, but always have to focus on your big aim, and uh, that's what counts. So little problems can always be solved. Even big problems can be solved, but uh, you have to be professional at a certain point. That's it. In terms of you personally. 25 years is a long time to be doing really anything, I think, in most people's lives. Have you managed to kind of stay passionate about the band? I mean, here and there, there are moments when it, when it gets a bit tough because you're, you're kind of tired of doing bad shows and bad touring situations or, or early flights or overnight drives or whatever. This is something you don't... I mean, when you're 20 and do it the first time, everything is cool. 
So it's it's good to do a U.S. tour in in shitty clubs we have because you haven't done it before. But it's great to be in the U.S. and it's great to tour the U.S. in general. But um, after so many years and so many shows, you 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 know what you need to deliver 120 percent. And um, for me, I'm I'm actually pretty easy. But it's it's more like you even have we even had places where you don't even get water when you arrive. So. This is something I don't really need anymore because I'm I'm pretty happy if I have a good place to stay and uh, some food and some water and some nice people around me, which is pretty important. I think it's the the, the crew people that work for us or with us, um, and we have people working for us since 20 years, which basically shows that we can get along pretty well with with each other, and um, this is pretty important to have the right people around you that just don't poison anything you know now the the dvd including the release is your live performance back in 2004 have you been saving this particular um live video for this for this kind of release no not at all i mean the the basic plan for this material was to release a live dvd back in 2004 or 5 maybe but um yeah we had some some technical issues and stuff and yeah, had spent a lot of money in recording this thing because things were a bit different in 2004 than nowadays regarding uh, cameras and video cut and everything. Technical-wise, it was much more complicated. So, uh, yeah, there were some issues with cameras and technical problems, like I said before, and that was the reason why we finally uh, decided not to release it as a full-length DVD. There were uh, some parts of it uh, on the on the superheroes EP, some some video parts, and uh, yeah, when we talked about this uh, monuments thing, we we decided to to give the video footage to a, to a company uh, we trust, and uh, they said okay, we can recut this thing and uh, yeah, do some work here and there, and then it might be all right and. Uh, we checked it out, and it turned out to be that it's working. And so we said, "Hey, come on, let's let's people uh, let's share it with our fans and uh, put it on this monuments edition as a great edition for 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 people. Yeah, um, just maybe some of them have been at this at this at this show. Some of them have been on this tour, which was like the the biggest tour so far." In the band's history, we played like 100 shows on the Hellfire Club tour, and um, I think it's a great document of a great timestamp in Edguy's career, what Edguy was like in 2004, and uh, yeah, I hope, but I think people will enjoy it. When did you first start playing the guitar? I think I was like nine years old, and I got a classical guitar for Christmas. Basically, I wanted to play drums, but for some reason, my parents uh, weren't that happy about that drum decision. And uh, yeah, they were the, the opinion that I should start with the guitar first. And I think it was the right decision. I don't know if I would have been a good drummer, but um, I like guitar much more. They are more in the front. The drums are always in the back. Are you listening to anything notable at the moment? Any albums or bands that are on your favorite list at the moment? Uh, nothing really special, I have to say. I've listened to to Aerosmith lately, yesterday, 
because uh, we're going to play a show with them together on a festival next week. And I'm really looking forward to that because I'm a huge fan. And um, yeah, we had the chance to, to play some shows with them a couple of years ago. And um, that was really amazingly brilliant. And it was like one of those shows when you go back home and think about maybe I should sell my guitar tomorrow and do something different because it was so good. Monument, we are on July 14th. Dirk, thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Moshpit Backstage Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Omni. To find out more about the show, go to www.syn.org.au slash moshpit. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash moshpitonsin and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at moshpitsin. The regular Moshpit radio show broadcasts punk, rock and male tunes and interviews every Thursday nights on Sin 9.7 on FM and digital radios. Listeners outside of Melbourne, Australia can stream Sin 9.7 online at www.syn.org.au. Thanks to Vintage Ruin for the music. Hi, this is Tomato from Flash Gun Apocalypse. Hi, I'm Enid from Girls Go. I am Phoebe Pinnock from Heavenly Axe. Hey, this is Gary Oldman of the Misfits. Hey, this is Kat Sproul from Horizon's Edge, and you're listening to The Moss Pit on Sin FM. Hi, this is Aina from Leopard. Hi, I'm Virginia Lilly from the band Lilly. This is Raoul from 1349. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ali from Eberhead. Hey everybody, this is Charlie Benante with Anthrax, and you are listening to the Mosh Pit on Synth.